Welcome back to another episode of the Dark Rum Podcast. Today I have Jared and Matt, but more importantly, we have special guests. We have Tim and Erica. Uh, would you guys like to introduce yourselves? Sure. I'm Tim. I'm uh, one of the founders of Jotnix Paranormal New Jersey. Hi, I'm Erica, the, co- the other founder. Awesome. It's nice to meet you guys. You um, too. I, I think I came across your your page in like the weirdest way. It was like the Lehigh Valley food group and someone invited me and I was like, Oh yeah, that's definitely something I like. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you definitely went around strange ways, right? Yeah. That's awesome. So how did you guys get into, well, actually uh, in, like describe what uh Jotnik's actually like is right now. Like um, a little bit about yourselves and, and what you do. So we're a paranormal investigative team. Uh, we take a look into claims of paranormal activity in you know various locations. Right now, what we what we do is uh, we have a lot of going outs. Like so, we go to a lot of the more famous places, places like Crescent Sanatorium, St Albans, uh, Penhurst Asylum, uh, and we look and we see if we can find the evidence of paranormal activity. Uh, we also do a little bit of our own R and D, our own development of devices and tools. Uh, that way we can test them out in the field to see whether or not they actually work. Uh, and also, too, we brought on now two additional uh, team members, uh, Kelly and Amanda. Uh, they're not here with us today. And, uh, you know, we also, you know, what we're doing is we're trying to find the evidence of, you know, something after or something that's just not explainable at this time. Um, so, you know, a lot of that's what we do. You know, we also do do private investigations or private residential investigations, uh, where someone says, you know, hey, I have something going on in my house, something's going on, something's going wrong. I'm not sure what it is. Uh, you know, it might be, a, you know, paranormal and paranormal or, uh, you know, a ghost or something like that. And we come in, we try to help them understand what's really going on. And if it, it really is paranormal. That's awesome. We we dabbled, I think, one time. All three of us have been interested separately at one time or another in our lives. And uh, last year, actually, on uh on mischief, mischief night. night we actually went the shades of death row and that was probably the the closest i feel like i've ever gotten to having like a real encounter we're all kind of skeptical but that was like the first time i think i questioned it these guys make fun of me now that was a pretty a pretty <laughs> active visit <laughs> i would it? say yeah and then and then the whole the the one that i don't go upstairs in his house anymore and the t- <laughs> oh yeah once once the sun goes down in my house uh, there's no going upstairs by himself so that's exactly where we would want to go yeah, <laughs> um, I really like you said you you're like R and Ding uh, devices, like taking like different theories and trying to test them in the field. Uh, one of the things I really liked from your about me page is that it says you try to take a more skeptical look at evidence, um, and and some people might not like that. Uh, I always find myself liking that character on on a ghost hunting show, you know, like. The, the one who's like willing to believe, but still they don't know if they do. They're like, you know, show me something. Um, I really, so can you tell, can you say anything about um, like a, these devices or something you've whipped up? Well, for instance, one of the things that you often will see on these investigations are things like spirit boxes, right? And what they really are, they're broken radios. Uh, they hop, you know, you'll see them, they hop radio frequencies and, you know, people ask questions and they'll seem to get an answer through the spirit box. Yeah. Nine out of ten times, what we find, though, is you're, you don't even have to ask the question. If you listen long enough to one of these devices as they're talking through radio stations, uh, you're eventually going to hear words. You're going to hear phrases. Yeah. 
because the mind automatically puts that together when you hear parts of words, right? It wants to make sense of what you're hearing. Mm -hmm. So what mm. we did is we actually took the same concept, but we built it so that it won't actually pick up any radio stations. Okay. So oh, it's hopping frequencies, neat. and it's only hopping frequencies that are not allowed to be used for U.S. broadcast radio. Oh. So if there is something there, it's either possibly paranormal or someone is doing something they're not supposed to be doing. Yeah. I That is very cool. That seems like a way better way of handling that. You ever stumble across like number stations doing that? Actually, uh, interesting that you bring that up. Uh, I just got... We, we did get some weird things coming through um, Selma Mansion. And we were starting to get some interesting hits in Selma Mansion. We were getting radio. We were getting music. Oh, wow. And yeah. if we're not picking up U.S. broadcast stations, there shouldn't be there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we also recently uh, began experimenting. I don't know if you are familiar with it. Something called a hack RF. No. Uh, it's a it's what they call software-defined radio. The hardware inside of the radio is able to pick up from one megahertz all the way up to six gigahertz frequencies. Okay. So we're starting to listen now in frequencies that are not supposed to have any kind of radio or interference. Um, those, those spaces between the stations, because we can get very granular in the broadcast or what frequencies that we're picking up. Uh, so we are starting to listen like the low bands, right? So we're listening at one megahertz, two megahertz, just to see if there's anything there because there's not supposed to be stuff there. Yeah, it's like yeah. You're, you're looking for the whale calls and the radio frequencies. <laughs> I really like that. You're taking away like the the ability for someone to say, oh, no, you're just picking up this. And it's like, that's gone now. You know, you're just right. picking so up course, radio. Yeah, like if I start listening, let's say, I'll give an example, 1.6 gigahertz. There's no radio broadcast in 1.6 gigahertz. In fact, that 1.6 gigahertz is for satellite communications. Oh. So we should, so it should be terrestrial to satellite. So we shouldn't hear anything other than just that switching or the clicking noise mm -hmm. that you may get from a digital signal being converted into a non, you know, not audible uh, analog signal. Yeah. So we're starting to listen in those frequencies there, stuff that, that may have use. But there shouldn't be anything coherent to hear. Yeah, nobody should be talking on those on those uh, channels. Although, like, do you guys go like uh, into like UFO stuff? I mean, you might pick up some some outer space. I was going to say yeah, you're getting into some different territory <laughs> there. You might pick something up, and, and that would be interesting if we did. You know, we're we're definitely not counting that out. You know, and that's why we got the got equipment like the Hack RF, you yeah. know, and, and the software defined radios is to start kind of expanding where we're looking because everyone right now is looking in the same area. Yeah. And we want to kind of look outside that normal box. So I was wondering like, um, what drew you into doing this? Like, I know I grew up reading like ghost books in like the library when I was like a kid and I was always interested in the paranormal. What brought you into like actually going out and then hunting it down? Well, in 2003 to something, 2003, I think, um, our condo in Edison had some paranormal activity start up after a fire in one of the buildings. Um, we started getting, it wasn't just paranormal, it was 100% poltergeist activity, uh, things oh, wow. moving on their own, things moving right in front of your face, um, lights coming on, turning off. Um, it was just a lot of, a lot of interesting stuff and it, and it, 
it eventually for about a year or two it kept going and it started wearing 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 us thin we weren't sleeping i wasn't sleeping anyway um yeah i can imagine <laughs> yeah cause i would le- legitimately hear footsteps right next to my bed walking back and forth oh that'd you know? be terrible and, yeah it was it was terrifying <laughs> and then uh, like i would go to work tim would already be at work and like i would leave after he would go to work and he were he would work 45 minutes away so he wasn't coming home for lunch or anything like that and i was working an hour hour away and I'd make sure all the lights were off. I'd come back. I'd be the first one coming home and the lights would be back on again. And, you know, and stuff moved around. I, I collected model horses, um, those little stupid, expensive briar model horses. And <laughs> I would come home and find them displayed out on my carpet in, a, in, 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 in such a way that something was playing with them. Wow. You know? That's, that's um, a lot. We changed the locks on the house three times. Um, <laughs> just to make sure that somebody wasn't breaking in and doing it. There, there was nobody, you know, this was unfortunately the days before all the, the, the security cameras yeah. and, and all that stuff. Um, and Tim, when, when I went to, I had gone down to Texas at one point and, uh, went to visit family and I drove my car down there, went out to, um, the, my friend's horse farm. Um, it was next to a school. I locked my car door, had the keys in my hands, and when I came back out, my car doors were still locked, but my purse was missing out of my car. Um, so whatever it was, this was in the in the middle of this, whatever was going on in the house. I don't know if it followed me down to Texas, but they found my purse the next day with uh, all the money still in it, my driver's license still in it, everything in it. The maintenance man found it, but the doors were completely locked. There was no way anybody could have gotten into that car. Man, so, that's crazy. And the police couldn't figure it out either because there was no prints on the car either. <laughs> so. so it seems like you had a very active introduction yeah. to the paranormal. Ghosts with their good, the gaslighting you. Yeah. When I was a kid, I would, um, when I was like six, seven, eight, somewhere around there, I had found, um, this hat in the middle of a field. It was a straw hat. Um, I put it in my closet, forgot about it for like about a solid year. Finally grabbed it when I was cleaning out the closet or something that the mom made me to do. Um, cleaned it out, went through it in the trash. And then when I, about two days later, found it back in my closet again. Um, no one knew I even had it. <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> Man. Um, and so th- th- at that point, I, you know, the skeptical part is still, okay, is my sister playing a joke on me? Is my brother playing a joke on me? But they didn't know I had it. So yeah. there was no way, you know, they could have even known, um, because it was stored away. And then I just threw it. No one even saw me take it out. Um, it came back and then finally I told my mom, I said, I don't know how this thing got back in my closet. And she's like, well, we're going to take it and throw it somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And we threw it in a in a old um, garbage dumpster somewhere, you know, fifteen miles away, and it never came back. But <laughs> <laughs> that's good, but at it least. Was interesting. <laughs> Fire helps with that stuff too. Sometimes it, it's like trying to get rid of a squirrel, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You have to take it far enough, or it'll find its way back. I understand you blaming the sibling too, because I was definitely the older brother who would move the clowns around the house. And then I'd be like, I, yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. You're also the older brother who watched something happening to your brother and then just like 
hid away and then just sat quietly, not saying anything. We, well, I, my, my mother, my mother also collected porcelain dolls too, and she would put them in my room. Oh, <laughs> oh no, that's terrible. They're, they're too perfect, right? They're just like their little yeah. perfect faces are too creepy. I've never been comfortable around porcelain dolls. My they, grandparents they creep me out to no end. My grandparents collected them, and when we would sleep over, my grandfather would move them around to scare everybody. Yes. <laughs> but um but the, the the entity that was in my condo uh it, it kept on for about two years and then finally after um two years of not getting any real sleep i really thought i was going crazy because i mean this stuff was just legitimately happening in front of my face i mean tim and i would be sitting on the floor watching tv i would have stuffed animals next to my computers and all of a sudden like they were they were facing the computers. All of a sudden, they were sitting in the chair. Oh no! That we didn't see it pick up and move. I mean, it was legitimate. It was it was that quick, you know. Uh, and to me, that's that's poltergeist paranormal activity when yeah. it's happening and you no one stood up. It was just me and my husband. <laughs> you know? Everything would be like intentionally placed. Yes, mm-hmm. it wasn't just the things falling over. They would be placed. I got um, you. Not yeah, not like haphazardly. Right. Right. So it's not like, you know, the thing fell over and it just it ended up over here. It was placed. They would, they would be seated. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, after that, we took a break for a while. Well, <laughs> yeah. That's actually what started the whole uh, you right. know, the thing. The whole thing is I, I wanted to know why why this thing was choosing us. Um, why? Why did it start happening after the fire? Um, and so. It, like I said, I, I had gotten to where I was uh, relying on um, like Tylenol PM to, just to try to get a few hours sleep. And unfortunately, Man. the Tylenol PM caused sleep paralysis. Oh, no. And once the sleep paralysis started, and that, that that's when it got really bad. And I was like, that's it. This, whatever's in this house has got to go because it's scaring, it's scaring me to pretty much, you know, senseless. Yeah, sleep paralysis um, is no joke. That's that's terrifying. Yeah. I think everybody in in this yeah. room has has experienced it at least once. I I was made the most it recent. To Jared, yeah, because I was telling him about my sleep paralysis story, and then we watched the documentary on Netflix about sleep paralysis, and yeah. then that night he had it. Yeah, <laughs> yes, and it's you know it, it's a total medical. It's a medical thing. It's it's you know your your brain is trying to. It's something about where you. Your brain actually wakes up, but your body does not. I yeah. mean, there, yeah. It is a medical thing. Um, you know, it can't be medically explained anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's know, literally terrifying. You, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then it's worse the if feeling, you know something's going on. Right. The feeling that you get with something sitting on your chest is actually because when you when you do fall asleep, your breathing, your heart rate slows down and your breathing gets much deeper. Yeah. Um, so in your breathing slows. So it, it, it makes you feel like you're 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 choking or you're, you know, something sitting on top of oh, you. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. You know, I, felt, yeah. I felt like I was I never, drowning. That I was never the, that had was the an explanation for that for part. So thank you. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I, unfortunately now, now I'm in the medical field. So I, you know, some of this, stuff <laughs> <laughs> I, I can see that being helpful though. Like that's, that's extremely helpful information. Just knowing how the body works and how the body reacts to things yeah, and external and internal. Eliminate that's all some stuff. Right. Right. You know, and, you know, the, sh- the TV shows actually processed into the, their fear side of everything. And they were kind of, you know, they were starting to do really good with that kind of stuff to find out what was causing it and why it happened and that kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, but and what it does to your mind and that kind of stuff. We grew up. I know that was yeah. like the intro to my summer was when that stuff started. I knew you know, <laughs> school was done and I would spend my mm-hmm. whole summer watching those kinds of shows. Right. Right. 
the, yeah. Did you? Well, you said you you were you were wondering like why it was cho- like choosing you. Did did you start like with like that like trying to reach out to that entity? Um, we had most we had gone with uh, d- did some tarot card readings. And, okay. And because my husband's very good at that stuff, I'm not any good at that stuff. Um, and basically, what came out is that whatever was going on, whatever was there, thought of me as a mother figure. Um, I, I don't know why, because I have no mother instincts whatsoever. <laughs> it's supposed to be a vibe you put off. We, we have a dog. We have a dog. That's it. There you um, go. And at the time, I only had horses. So livestock's a little bit different than, you know. A little, little yeah. bit. A little yeah. bit. But some, some weird things that had happened with the, the tarot card stuff. Um, you know, once we got really deep into that, um, I, you know, we started asking questions like uh, my horse kept getting sick and I, kept, I couldn't figure out why it was getting sick. And eventually we got out of the tarot cards that it, it had a heart, some sort of heart problem, which mm-hmm. didn't fester then. That was in 2000 and three or something like that and then 2009 2008 i actually lost him to an aortic aneurysm right in front oh, of my wow. face oh, so wow. it was very interesting you know how it all ties in you know um i don't know if, if something was trying to say hey there's something wrong with your horse you need to address now you know before it gets worse but, you know unfortunately there's nothing they can do about stuff like that but yeah uh, for, for horses anyway but um some of the stuff that came out there was really interesting. Um, the only thing that that I that came out was a name. Amanda was the name. Then um, it was a a childlike um, figure. It liked to play with the toys. It liked to play with the dolls. It it liked to the stuffed animals. animals. Yeah. From Um, what you were explaining, it seemed like childlike behavior. Like it didn't seem like it was being too, too malevolent, but it seemed more playful. It really wasn't malevolent at all. Um, you know, now if it would happen now, I'd be ecstatic. Yeah. Back then I had, I was young. I didn't know, you know, I was in my twenties. I did. I just didn't know anything, yeah. you know, about that kind of stuff. And I don't think anybody expects me, that to happen. No. Right. And where I'm from, I'm from Texas and anything ghost related, everyone thinks is a demon. Yeah. yeah you know, that bothers whole, me. Yeah. It bothers me too. But <laughs> now I know better, but I guess that um, answers yeah, the question. I was yeah, I was gonna yeah. I was gonna say if I you guys heard were on the fence ghosts, about demons. There was no I was heard that was I, one of my friends likely. is the same way. Every time anything slightly spooky happens, they're like, Oh, there's demons in here. I'm like, <laughs> how, how do you know is that? It, is it Ryan? Most, no. Most he does of it too, is though. not de- demonic. I have yet to come across any demonic activity. I have not come across it at all. <laughs> all right. there, there's occasionally something dark, something angry, but you know, in, in the world of demons and spirits you know really if there are demons they're very very few and they're very isolated they're they're not as widespread as people think um, or at least the way tv and hollywood likes to make it out to be yeah i think that makes more sense that there's more just malicious human energy than there is supernatural <laughs> hell-based energy yeah i don't well, think we need extra <laughs> You got to think of all the the people that have passed on. You know, the the older people that pass on. It's probably the the get off my lawn guy. You know? <laughs> <laughs> <In a> bad mood. <laughs> yeah, I could. Uh, what else? I could see what that. Someone comes into your house on a regular basis and says, "Hey, will you talk to me? Will you talk to me? Will you talk to me?" <laughs> yeah. What's that? What's that movie? The Others. Did you ever yeah. see that one? <laughs> 
The one with with uh, Nicole, Kidman. Nicole Kidman. Nicole Kidman, yes. and it's like they don't they don't know they're the ghosts the whole time. Yeah, oh, it's yeah. a very they old movie at this pointed. point. Sorry if it's spoilers. <laughs> you know, and, and the and the funny thing, you know, on, onto that subject of 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 asking the ghost to do stuff. I mean, oh, can you finish this sentence? Da, 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 you know, not or finish this knock, and then oh, can you do it again? Can you do it again? Yeah, can you do it again? <laughs> yeah, um, I actually kind of piss you off. I wrote yeah. something down in my notes that uh, was on your website. It was from one of the, I didn't, I didn't write down the site, but it was from one of the ones where there wasn't any like digital evidence like got and, and what was written was we have to remember these aren't trained animals doing tricks on command. I found it. Right. It was, it was at red right. mill. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We got, we, we really didn't get much there on our first investigation, but at the same time, there was a lot of people there and it was kind of a free for all. Um, that was when we were first starting out. Um, we, we, we went through, I mean, with the fine tooth comb, we went through all of our evidence and most of the stuff we could explain away to other people just talking or someone's spirit box going off in the background or, you know, another one, another one I noted was there was a loose board that was making one of making the yes. pod move and get false, yes. false positives. Yes. I, I just really liked how you broke all that stuff down and you were like, yes. this was probably this. And like, we would re we're going to go back though. Right. And we did. We did go back. Um, we just held a huge event out there, actually. Um, uh, September, September, the first weekend of September. Oh, yeah. Cool. Um, I had wanted to actually go to that one because I, I yeah. saw that you was at the Red Mill Museum. And when I was a kid, I just remember going there for like a field trip because I think they used to do like historic reenactment stuff. Yes. Mm -hmm. yes. It's a great place. It's a great place. And the people that run it are great, too. Um, it, it was our first. Um, um, actual uh thing that we put on there uh okay. we've been trying to get in there to to to, to inv either investigate just with our group or to, to put on an event so it was our first time putting on an event it was such a good vibe um that we're really looking forward to doing it again we had a nice turnout uh daryl marston was there from uh a and e's ghost hunter oh cool yeah he was there um ron and lordis from, ron and lordis, um, yeah, from staticom uh, they they had their static call machine there. Um, Chris, Chris, uh, Mendez. Um, he does a podcast called, uh, on YouTube called he just changed the name of it. It was, uh, Chris and Teddy, but I'm not sure what the new name of it is now, but, um, he was there. So yeah, we, we, we had a lot of fun and it was a good, good turnout. Everybody had a nice time. We kept, you know, when we run our investigations, we don't do free for alls at all. We, we, we stay in a group. Um, we let the group take over doing the investigation, but we started, we, we guided a little bit and then see what they can get on their own, you know, because we want everybody to participate, but we don't want people running around, um, with places that they shouldn't be, you know, yeah. and that's what happens with free for alls. They end up in the wrong building, you know, and we also don't want them freaking out either. Right. Yeah. 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 Or messing up anyone else's like like recordings, right? right? Yeah, we right. had a we had a friend in Virginia. It's another podcast that's on our podcast network, and he was telling us a story. They went to one of like a big paranormal event. I think it was like a there prison. was a, a big or, group. It yeah. was a prison or a sanatorium, and he was like, "Yeah, it was great, but there was like a couple of people that kept ruining it for everyone yes. else." Yeah, yeah, that that happened to us at Waverly Hills, actually. We, we did uh, Waverly Hills Sanitarium or Sanatorium um, over in, where is that? That's in uh, Kentucky. Yeah. Right. Yes, that was in uh, Louisville, Kentucky. And um, 
we were excited, so excited. We had seen it on the big go shows on TV and mm-hmm. we were just, it, it seemed like it had such, such big evidence from everywhere. And we got absolutely nothing. Oh, <laughs> uh. We were so disappointed. <laughs> well, the TV shows add like, a little stuff. spice. So yes, <laughs> we all yes. know that. But uh. and to clarify, right. We got, we didn't get anything that we could say was not caused by someone there. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. yeah that's fair. And I actually appreciate that. A lot of people will hold on to any little bit of evidence. And you guys do seem to be like, if we're going to talk about it, we're going to talk about it because we don't have, like, we couldn't disprove this in any other way. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. Like a great one is our 1890 house. Yes. Right. There's a recording there. Um, In fact, there's two of them up on our site uh, where we have myself and Erica. There's our other teams, our sister team, uh, Jerry and Melissa. There was Kelly and, Kelly and Flip, and we can account for where every single one of us were. And in the middle of it, right, Melissa asked Jerry, hey, did my light go? Or Jerry asked Melissa, hey, did my light go out? Melissa says, yes, Jerry, your light's out. And then you hear another voice, and it sounds like a child's voice saying lights out. Oh. And then a giggle. And there's no one, kids around. <laughs> nothing creepier than a kid giggling in the no. dark. <laughs> in a place where there's no kids. Yeah. And now that one, I really like that one because I can account for where every single one of us are. Yeah. And it's definitely none of our voices. There was also yeah. another one on there, the, on uh, there that the was bell. fantastic. Yeah. It's, um, our, our friend Kelly, she's a, a psychic medium in, uh, in Pennsylvania. Um, she, she was asking, this is all just on on the video camera. This it wasn't our digital recorders. It wasn't anything like that. It was just a camera that we set up, or like a security camera that we set up in the in the hallway. Uh, we got it on two or three of the cameras, actually. Um, it, Kelly had said um, something in a- Someone rings one of these Oh, bells. that's right. Someone opened the door. And then you can actually, Kelly, you can hear Kelly talking in the background. And then you hear a child say, who rang that bell? <laughs> wow. <laughs> that's fun. <And> it's, <laughs> such an unusual voice that it's not someone there because again right you know when we do these when we do our own investigations the private investigations we know how everyone sounds we know exactly where everyone is at all times um in fact if you were to take a look at our videos most of our videos they're not camcorders these are actual security cameras that we use yeah so we know we place them they're named they're they're numbered. We know exactly what camera's doing what. Um, yeah, you're using like the sure real we, scientific method. Yeah, and, and so we really try to make sure that we we nail this down, and and you know we're not just kind of like you know no special effects, no. Uh, <laughs> you know, I don't think anything kills believability faster than special effects. <laughs> <laughs> and I, you know, if I can't identify where everyone is, if we can't identify everyone who's in a particular area where a recording is captured and say, I know for a fact, this is not this person's voice, that person's voice or that person's voice, right? We don't put, we don't put it up. Um, in fact, we've even gotten more strict because we do have two new mm-hmm. team members. And so we make sure like where you were starting up the podcast originally, right? You know, you have your moment of silence, you're getting background and room noise. Yeah. We do all the same types of things to make sure that we know exactly what everyone sounds like and what every, you know, everyone's voice. That's awesome. And my, my, first, my first thing, and when I take a group out to uh, do an investigation or, or, or lead the, the, the investigation, the first thing I do is have everybody state, I, I turn my recorder on, I leave my recorder on and I have everybody state their name, 
all the way around the room, introduce themselves to the ghost. That way, I actually it, it, they they they're they're introducing themselves to it, you know if there's a spirit there. But I'm also catching what their voices are going to sound like. Yeah, you know, on my recorder. You know, so I if I, later on when I listen to something later on, if someone's whispering, I can you know I can tell if it's somebody that that's already on you know that's one yeah. of us or something else. Gonna have to ask people if they can do voices going forward though, just in case. <laughs> that's important <laughs> though, because me and Jared know. Um, for whatever reason, we got invited to go help like my dad and my uncle on a paranormal thing. And at that time, me and Jared were very not polite about it. Yeah, uh, we were very <laughs> skeptical and we were very kind of rude. And we were whispering over in a corner and they're like, we got such good evidence. And we're like, it's us. It's definitely <laughs> us. Yeah. We can guarantee it's <laughs> us. And it's funny because you'll you'll hear me constantly if you if you sat there and listened to my recorder while I was actually playing back the evidence, all you hear me going tag, whisper, tag, whisper, tag. <laughs> <laughs> all you hear. <laughs> I mean, it's gone so far as we've had to throw out entire investigations worth of evidence or oh. recordings because of whispering. We because don't of whispering, because you know, for instance, uh, Crescent. We pretty much had to discard that entire thing because what we found is that when we were in one building, there's a tunnel system yes. underneath. Yes. Oh, the acoustics. Oh. We're bringing in everything yes. from the other building. That's great. Yep. Exactly. And once we realized that, we had to say, all right, so none of these things that could be whispers, we have to now throw out the entire thing because yeah. we had people in different buildings at different times. So we can't say with any kind of assurance that this person in building one was not influencing what was being right. recorded in building five. That's crazy. That sucks. <laughs> That's, yeah. That's How much time did you invest into that investigation? Oh, Crescent. We were there for, we got there at, I think at five o'clock, they let us come in early and we were there all the way up until about six o'clock in the morning. Oh, wow. uh, and on top of that, it's 17 buildings. 17. I will say Man. like the, just the physically being there, right? You could know where you want to go next time, right? Yeah. It, it was uh it was yeah. the dry run. It wasn't for nothing. Well, believe it or not, the Crescent Sanitarium was actually my most favorite investigation ever. Um there was a lot of stuff that had happened, um a lot of personal stuff that happened. Um oh gosh, what what all I'm trying to remember what all happened there, but it was just so much. We had new team members that were coming in. We did. Oh, this was really cool. We were in the medical building. Me and my friend both. Um, she investigates with. Uh, she's not part of my team, but she 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 uh, she works with me. Um, we were all in the medical building. We were doing a live feed on uh, the Chris and Teddy uh, YouTube channel, and um, something legitimately threw something at me and Chris. Legitimately, <laughs> wow. wow! Like threw a rock at us. Like we both felt it hit our foot. We were like, where in the world did that come from? <laughs> you know, so it was a lot of personal stuff. Yeah. You know, that, that happened. Um, and then, you know, we were getting some, was getting pretty good results off of the, uh, the spirit, uh, the back, uh, Chris's spirit box, the backward box. Um, just random stuff coming through uh, names from uh, like, we did the history uh, beforehand and some of the, the, the names, from the history were actually coming through the box. So it was really cool. Wow. We actually did a, uh, me and my friend actually did a mock CPR session and boy, that, <laughs> that, that, that up some activity. That, that was pretty good. Oh, wow. Yeah. I can imagine. Yeah. And that you're, you're recreating something that, that was something that yes. they had to deal with on the note yes. of things, throwing rocks at you guys though. Have you ever, uh, have you ever gone to shades of death road or ghost Lake? We, yeah, that we was our there. first, like 
foray into really trying. We've all been there separately yeah. growing up. Jared had terrible experiences where nothing happened. I had ones where Just we freaked ourselves dra- out. Human drama yeah. messed up but my experience. The last time we went last year, we uh, on our way out, something was just chucking rocks into the lake towards us, and it was and so we, dark. I'm not to say no one could have been there, but like you're, the the park was closed. At it that would point. not have been a smart idea for anybody else to have been there. <laughs> but it was yeah, as that, we were that, leaving. About that lake is all tons of mosquitoes. That would be sitting over there oh, either. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, That was talking about spirit boxes too. It was just before the the rocks were being thrown into the lake. Kyle was standing outside of the fairy cave. And he turns he turns the spirit box back on and he's like, well, all right, we're going to leave. Is there anyone else here who wants to talk to us? And it just says dig. <laughs> and he's standing outside of a cave. And, huh. and when he said, Diggy. why should I dig? The spirit box said decapitation. Oh, wow. Ooh, <laughs> it was nice. a phone app one. So I'm not a hun- that was like yeah. the one thing we were like, maybe this isn't 100 percent. But our experiences that night were probably the most definitive. I we went there and everybody thought that I was going to be the biggest asshole about it. Yeah, because normally I would be because that's Kyle. And I was the one sitting there like, I think something's happening to me right now. And I don't want to tell you guys because <laughs> he almost make fainted. Fun of me. Yeah, he almost fainted at one point. Like he literally almost fell over. But Shades has a myth of a, a woman who cut her husband's head off and buried it across the road from his body. Like, oh, so his spirit yeah. couldn't get to the afterlife. And then it actually said a it female's did, name right after decapitation. It did say a woman's name. The third word it said was a woman's name. And I start laughing hysterically because that's how I process everything. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes it's the best way to process. Yeah, it. Yeah, it was it was a lot to take in, even if it was coincidence. Um, yeah. We we ended the investigation right after that. We were like, "Yeah, this is a little <laughs> bit too real. We're gonna we're gonna go back home now." I think the only thing we still had that one question mark about what happened to us at uh, Penhurst that time, where we had our camera on the ground. Oh yeah, and, it's actually uh, on our site. Yeah, and you actually hear a rock bounce and then smack right into the side of our camera. Oh wow! Oh, that's. Well, we didn't want the camera recording right there. Recording. Yeah, now, yeah. We were we were down in the uh, the basement of the May 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 Mayflower Mayflower building, um, which is supposedly there's a a, a maintenance man that was. Uh, I, I don't know exactly the history on why they think he's still down there, but his name was King, and apparently he doesn't like girls, he doesn't like anybody down there, he doesn't like anybody doing anything. Of course, that's where everybody goes is down there. But he does pick on women, apparently. Oh, wow. uh, I don't remember, remember getting picked on at all, but the camera was sitting right by me when it happened. Um, uh, the, that oh, the, in the fog. That, the mist. Yes, we got the mist, and, and something was actually trying to do uh, materialize. Oh um, wow. The, you could actually see because on the the camera that I just was just to take a picture with my cell phone, and you know, smoke rises. Yeah. This yeah. was starting from the top going down. It was weird. Oh, that's the, strange. The, the chain of events. Yeah, it was very weird. So you know that stuff we try to to debunk too. You know, okay, so someone must be vaping or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> or, you know, even though you know, there's not supposed to be any smoking in there, but the smoke started from the top and went down. Yeah, you, know, you could see the sequence of of the of the pictures. Uh, so it was interesting. But that does though kind of bring up an interesting point though when it comes to things like doing investigations outside though. Yes. Right, and doing places places like Shades of Death, and that's kind of why I went that way, is because. Things like that are unusual in a building, right? Mm-hmm. Seeing smoke kind of come downward. Yeah. Whereas yeah. over a lake or a body of water, it's not abnormal. It's not yeah. abnormal to see that. Yeah, because yeah, it right? kind of it kind of settles down from it coalescing. Yeah. Right. 
So it, it's it also could be the too. water too, magnetizing the, the smoke to come right. down. And it yeah. pulls it right. Condensation above the right. water comes down. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, Shades of Death Road, it, it's, it has an interesting lore. Uh, the difficult part with investigating a place like that, though, is you have no control. Yeah. You can't control yeah. the environment. Um, so we're still working out how the best way it is to go about those types of environments where you don't really have control because you hear rocks falling into water, but the skeptical part of me says, well, all right, are there any acorns dropping into the water? Are there pine pine needles dropping into the water? Are there other things that could sound like it would be rocks? Yeah. Or is it a frog jumping right. from lily pad to lily pad? You know? And we didn't even consider well, that one. Well, no, that's, no, that, we, that's we, fair. We, we stared at Cause, it Because it was, I will say, in my ear's defense, it was a much more like solid, like kerthunk right. into the water, but I, like a fish could jump up and splash back down right. into the water. Right. Yeah. So, and that, yeah, and I hadn't thought of. Yeah. Yeah, and that's what makes those types of investigations more difficult. You can't really control the outside environment. Yeah. Um, so you're saying we fact, did the hardest one for our practice run. <laughs> absolutely. In fact, most people do. But that's how you learn. True. <laughs> True. You learn. Yeah. I've always said that too. You learn a lot more from failing at something than you did yes. from acing it. Yeah. I don't think we quite yes. failed. That one might have been the weird, like something that we could explain away. Yeah, but like. Yeah. The bird circling us. Oh, all yeah. the other weird there was stuff. A, was there was a blue stuff. heron. Yeah, great blue heron. A great blue heron just circling us the entire time. And we looked it up and they're like, they're they're actually kind of rare. They're not like around too, too much. Yeah. And they don't go near people. And this thing let me get within three feet of it. Yeah, really close. Oh, oh that's interesting. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> we were yeah. looking up to see if that was like an omen or something. <laughs> and I'm, I'm like the nature boy in the group. So we walk in and I'm like, oh, look, a woodpecker. Oh, look, a great blue heron. Oh, look, do you hear that frog? Like... <laughs> <laughs> so did you find out if it meant anything i don't think it did i think I, it was it like was, a good luck thing actually. yeah it was supposed to be good luck yeah. which i guess we did have like a lot of things that we that we kind of found and that happened to us so yeah. maybe i guess it was good luck but uh but yeah, yeah. definitely definitely so, sounds like it so the Especially next one we do we should so yeah we do an inside one for yeah. the next one we're okay. planning on going to a cemetery next <laughs> Um, some people get really good things in cemeteries. We actually, um, we, we did a, um, an invest, a, a private investigation for just our team members over at, uh, Boobie's Brewery, Brewery and Mount Joy PA, which is one of our, our normal places that we actually, uh, run events out of, but we wanted to do a private, uh, hotel, um, investigation. And we were, where were we? We were, we were, we, we were looking at this thing up in the sky. Like a bunch of us went outside to to vape, and there was this weird line. Think of a contrail, but going straight up and down, and it's black, not white, and it's pitch black outside. But you could still see the 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 dark uh, the dark line going up. Oh, wow. um, or think of a spotlight shooting up in the air, like you see, like moving uh, side to side or something like that. But it's not moving side to side; it's just sitting straight up and down. So we were trying to investigate and debunk what that could possibly be. Could it be UFOs? Could it be something off yeah. the distance? Someone, yeah. someone burning a tire. <laughs> yeah, it was too perfect, and yeah. then it was widening a little bit, oh. and then it was narrowing again, and then it, it was just weird. So we were like, what is hmm. over there that's trying to get our attention? So we started focusing on that. So we decided um, we, we actually mapped it out, and – um, our friends that live out there, they're like, that's the cemetery where um, Aloise Booby and his family is buried oh. in that general direction. So we took a hike down over to the to the um, the cemetery. 
No, we actually, thank God we did, because we found out a lot more interesting things down there just by looking at the gravestones. Um, you know, for one of them was we found out the one daughter had another or had a daughter and that no one knew about or, that you know, that we didn't know about wasn't mentioned in the history at all. Yeah. Um, but while we were sitting there asking questions, we had what they call a paralamp or a paralite lamp. Um, basically, if some energy gets next to it, it'll light up different colors depending on how strong the energy is. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, See, that seems like a fun piece of equipment. Yeah, so we, we could tell it to light up the to green, to red, to whatever. Um, and we asked, we were asking, you know, Aloise, because it was right by Aloise's grave, you know, if he could light up the thing. And instead of lighting up, he, it, it, something kicked it. It kicked oh, it wow. and it was fine. So <laughs> that, I like that was it, pretty good paranormal activity. <laughs> I like that it gave you a quest marker, though. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, that was interesting. We, we still haven't been able to figure out what that what that was up in the sky. Because it wasn't you, you, you know, when you look at what you can do, right? You can project light, but you can't project them. Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah, right. And this was just a perfectly black, like there was no light there. It was perfectly um, light. It was a perfect line up right. in the sky, from and the ground to the sky. Anything that flew seemed to fly behind it. Yeah. Oh wow. Right. So whenever when if anything seemed to go into it, it would either disappear or it would go behind it. Right. We really right. couldn't tell from the perspective. Um, so it was just a very, very strange thing. And what was even more interesting is the fact that the same phenomena occurred almost one year, actually one it year was later. One year. Yeah, it was one year to later. To another team death. that was there. Oh, oh wow. man. That's, yeah. And were they, they aware of that? All. Were they aware of that before they did it? Like, did you tell people about that exact no. thing? No. The only people that knew were the uh, the people that uh, run the uh, investigations out there. And they don't ever get involved with other people's uh, like if if they do pri- other teams come and do private events, they don't get involved. They just make sure that the place is in order, you know. Yeah. yeah. Um, but they brought they brought them out and they were like, what what is this? <laughs> like, oh, this <laughs> happened last year. <laughs> I've never heard of anything like that. But I know like the the shadow person phenomenon is like something that's so dark that it stands out in the dark we have seen the shadow person that happened at uh, st albans matt has some experience (laughs) with those i didn't i didn't know what shadow people were or sleep paralysis was and i was telling them um i was like yeah i was like half asleep and some guy was dropping spiders in my bed that was that that was actually what my sleep paralysis like experience was then he explained the hat man and i was like yeah that's like a popular one yeah everybody knows apparently i described like popular descriptions of sleep paralysis entities and i was like oh i'm learning about three things all at once now (laughs) lucky to do it all in one shot yeah i'm speed running yeah um, I actually wanted to ask you about the brewery. The pictures of the like the catacomb entrance or exit where the exit sign is is really cool looking. Um, how about the it was the, the the slamming stall door in the woman's bathroom? That's that the bunk. That was the bunk. That was debunked. Yes. yes, it was debunked. We um, uh, rats. A couple months later, actually, uh, or a few months later, when we went back, it was actually debunked. Turns out it was the wind causing something happening. Um, outside um that, that is what i was going to ask yeah. i was going to ask if it was a draft because you, you know you can't see a draft in a video right, right. the people there have right. to tell you but it doesn't explain to what was hanging onto the door when we tried to open the door yeah i was going to ask i saw that in the <laughs> clip it, it definitely even just from outside it sounds very scary at first <laughs> Because something didn't want us in the bathroom, but the the stall itself was debunked because we heard it later on, or we heard it a, a couple months later 
uh, or, or actually it was Matt and uh, Jamie that actually debunked it. They, um, they, our sister team, they, they were there uh, a couple months later and they, they were able to debunk it because it happened again. And they, they were sitting there watching as it happened. And, and then they went outside and, you know, they did all their investigation, which is, which is how you should do it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. Um, In fact, one of the things, thanks for reminding us about that. Cause we do need to yeah, update we that. that down. Well, no, we'll, leave it up, we'll leave it up there. We just update it with the fact that it was debunked right. and this is what it is. Right. I love that you guys do that though. Cause there's so many people that would just be like, ignore that they figured it out and then just keep it going. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no, we, 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 we find out it's later debunked. Then we try to, you know, right. because we, again, we don't want to mislead anyone. We don't want anyone to say, Oh, well, we proved this was wrong and you didn't correct it. And, yeah. You know, we, we don't want any of that. Right. If something, if someone can prove that this, what we found is, you know, something else completely normal. Then we'll we update it. Yeah, we'll yeah. try to yeah, definitely. Yeah. You're 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 searching for uh <laughs> you're searching for truth, not searching for results. Right. Yeah. And if we don't get results, that's perfectly fine too. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's part of the part of the method. And uh you know, conjuring house, right? I love that place. Oh. One of my favorite places. That, that was like, up for sale recently, I think. Yeah, oh no, it's sold. It's been sold. It's been sold for a couple of years now. Oh, okay. I years go by so fast that sometimes I think that they're a lot closer <laughs> than they were. Yeah, Kyle will be like last yeah. last month, but like, that was two years ago. Yeah. 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 The conjuring house, um, you know, I was terrified to go there. I was so terrified that I brought every religious thing <laughs> I could possibly think of see. From anything in that house. Thanks, Hollywood. And and there was uh, it's the most peaceful house I have ever yeah. been to. I mean, when I say peaceful, yes, there's activity, but it's not harmful. It's nothing. It's not even portrayed to what the original owners said it, it was like. I mean, it was yeah. so it was so comfortable there. I fell asleep twice. Yeah, there were, there was definitely <laughs> like a, a Hollywoodification of it. Uh, it yeah. Definitely since the movies. Well, on top of that, um, since I've I've been. We've been doing the show with Matt. I've been like anything that Ed and Lorraine Warren have been involved in. I have more suspicion about than <laughs> most other things. Yes, um, I mean they they were good investigators, but I really I honestly think a lot of stuff was following around Lorraine. Yeah, you know I don't think the stuff was necessarily in the houses to begin with. I think it followed whatever she was messing with was following her. Oh, that's an interesting. Um, well, they collected theory. so much stuff. And, and Sometimes that energy just gets left behind into locations. Um, well, they had the mu- they had the museum, they had the yeah. museum, but their entire collection of objects that had questionable origins. Yes. Um, you know, it, there is the potential for a it's battery, of, yeah, a battery effect. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. You know, um, some of the stuff that I, I really think um, was following her. You know, she she was self-proclaimed um medium mm-hmm. that 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 could talk to both sides so um you know who knows what she brought into situations you know and just it's like any other medium you know that that comes in it would they they bring in their baggage too you know yeah, yeah. um i literally so, never thought of that. <laughs> yeah. no i never thought about it that way right? either <laughs> So who knows, you know, some of it may be there, but everything that I've experienced at the Conjuring House was pleasant. Um, it was kind of sad. Um, we, the last time I think we were, it was it was friendly. It, 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 we didn't get any hardcore 
slamming of doors that we didn't get, you know, nothing, nothing malicious that, that tried to scare you. Yeah. Um, we did get some voices. We got something singing to our mumbling or something on one of the recorders that we left downstairs, uh, uh-huh. by itself. Um, and it sounded like somebody was just like a residual kind of thing, uh, where there's several different haunts. There's a residual, there's poltergeist, there's, you know, ones that can intelligent hauntings that can interact with you. And, um, something it's like, imagine a, a cleaning lady cleaning the house and singing along while they're cleaning the house. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's what it sounded like to me. The wire um, fish. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Now the second time we went there was a little bit different. Um, we, we brought, uh, our trip, trip wire with us. Um, if you haven't seen it, it's a series of, um, EMF devices on a, on a long wire. And the one we brought with us, we brought a 12 foot one and a 36 foot one. Okay. So we had it laying across the floor, and when it's just sitting Actually, there, we had it in a circle. Well, no, the this original. was in. Oh, the original was in right. a circle. That's right. And we just had it laying across the floor, and they were purple. They look like purple lights. The, it, uh, yeah, without lights. without anything messing with them, it's purple lights. <clears throat> when something else, when something it, something static comes up next to it, because that's how they work is by static. Mm-hmm. Um, they change the color of the lights. Oh. Um, we had our. Um, Ovilus, mm-hmm. which is the really, really expensive uh, talking box that you see on some of these TV shows okay. um, that uh, um, can just, it's not a ghost talking through the box. It's actual, uh, an actual uh, robot, you know, forming mm-hmm. it, that has the, it has a vocabulary in it, basically like a, a word. A it's a word database. Okay. Yeah, it's a word database. And, and it can pick words to say. Right. It can pick words to say. I have okay. a theory on it. I have a theory that a lot of the stuff that comes out of it, um, it's trying to find a word, and it so it finds the closest word to what it's trying to say. So you kind of have to decipher it a little bit. Um, but we we were, I don't know. It was the four of us. It was four of us sitting in the room asking questions. And once one of us asked, can you touch the wire that's on the floor? Or can you touch the, uh, yeah, the wire that's on the floor? And the wire went off. And the ovulus said, wire fish. And if you ever take a look at the pictures of it, um, it looks, I can see how something could, without really understanding what it was looking at, it would see these purple lights on the floor that look like you would have fish kind of attached on a wire. Yeah. Yeah. And then I think we asked something. um, What was even more interesting, though, is all four of us swore that it said purple wire fish. But the word purple did not appear anywhere. It's not in the recording, but yet all four of us swore that there was the additional word purple. Oh, wow. But it didn't come out of the obelisk. So it's it's almost like it went directly into your heads. Right. Or did something say it and it mimicked the voice on the obelisk? Oh, yeah. (laughs) And that was actually. I think that's creepier. Yeah, give me a chill for a second. Instead of it being an EVP type thing, it would be a disembodied voice. Yeah. You know? So Those it's are, definitely interesting. That's awesome. Because we all heard it. We all heard it. And that's rare to like actually just hear the voice like out loud like in that. real life. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I hear the voice. Uh, I hear I can hear things saying my name constantly. Um, I, I was in the bathroom of sheets, sheets of all <laughs> places. Um, there was no one in the bathroom. I was washing my hands. And all, the heard, all of a sudden, I heard something say, hey, Erica. Oh, wow. And I yeah. looked around. I'm like, what? 
I didn't say what because I've learned in the past. Don't don't answer it. Don't answer disembodied um, voices. <laughs> don't, don't answer whenever something calls your name out. And you know you hear it. Don't answer it. You know, usually because it was mom around. being mad though. <laughs> what usually happens to me is something bad happens right yeah. after. Um, yeah. I've had that happen where I've I've heard my name in the middle of the night and I swore it was my mother saying my name. I go walking downstairs to go find out what she wanted. And it wasn't them. They were sound asleep. And then I get a phone call the next morning that someone I knew that was that was dear to me at one point had passed away. You know, oh, um, and then, you know, so just little things like that. And then um, but so that time I didn't answer it in sheets. I didn't answer it. And I went out to uh, went out of the bathroom and I was like, did God, I, I thought maybe Tim was calling from the outside of the door, you know, and it wasn't, you know. But it was something that was taunting me because it wasn't like a, you know, it wasn't like a pleasant hair. It goes, hey, Erica, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, was, like they're starting something. Yeah. So it was like a haunted sheet. That's what we call it. Now. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, keep driving. I don't oh. want to stop at the haunted sheets. <laughs> Someone was just like trailing I you. I usually joke, hey, you want to stop the haunted sheets? <laughs> no. <laughs> Oh, I grew up in a haunted house where I heard my name a lot and I would just try to not go upstairs as much as possible. I was actually going to ask that. I was like, there, you know, for us, our natural instinct when something weird happens is we're like, cool, we're leaving now. Yeah. Like, yes. how do you guys get over that initial feeling and go, hey, I'm going to go towards it now. I want to learn more, even though that was maybe the creepiest thing that's ever happened. To our, me. our best example of our reaction to things is we used to have a studio in Nazareth where we recorded and it sounded like a dog was at the door of the office we were in. And this is a locked building. We're the yeah. only office that was operating it at the time. And I got up and Jerry's like, are you going out there? And I was like, no. And I locked the door. <laughs> and I was like, good. <laughs> thank you. There's, there's only one time that I ever um, walked away. And I, it was, it was at St. Albans. Uh, we had just walked into the, um, the sanatorium part. St. Albans is in West Virginia. Um, a lot of history to that place. It was a tuberculosis center. It was um, an alcohol rehab at one point. It was all kinds of stuff that that, that was there. Um, I, we had just walked in, and I remember saying, "Can you can you say happy birthday to me?" Because it was my birthday, and I had my digital recorder going. And right up in my ear, and this never happens, but something said, "Get the fuck out." Oh, whoa! Right in yeah. my ear, so I did. <laughs> so I did. I said no, but I walked back out. <laughs> You're like, I will kindly listen. <laughs> like, kindly listen for five minutes. For five minutes, and then I get went back in. You know. Yeah, yeah not the birthday wish I wanted. It's <laughs> like here's your birthday wish. Yeah, gift. I, go I away. Happy birthday. I, I just wanted happy birthday on my digital recorder, and that, that's not what I got. I got get the fuck out of my ear. <laughs> oh wow, that's <laughs> that's that's a ghost that's upset that they're not having any more birthdays. That's what that is. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you know that that was also the place that that I actually saw one of my first shadow figures. Oh. Um, there was there was something definitely standing between me and one of the other investigators because I could not see him at all, and he's six foot two. You know. Oh wow. <laughs> so that that was interesting. But um, you you kind of look at it, and I guess for us the curiosity, right? You you can have that initial rush of fear sometimes. But the curiosity to find out what it is really yeah. kind of overrides it. Yeah. yeah. You know, and, and maybe it's maybe our, our natural survival instinct is broken. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I think ours is we don't want to be proven wrong because we're like, I'm not sure I believe. And then like oh. the moment something's like, 
nah, it's here. We're like, mm, I don't want to really find out that much. <laughs> See, I'm more like, I want it to be real so bad, but I think that's what drives my skepticism. Yeah. Like, okay, that's a good point because now, you know, now that I've been investigating for several years, now I can see most of the stuff I can tell you is absolute crap. Mm -hmm. Most of it. It's all crap. You know, a lot of, most of it is not what you think it is. Um, a lot of it is outside influence, hearing hearing stuff come from outside that you wouldn't think you would hear coming from outside, you know? Yeah. Um, a lot of it is just, it's not not what you think it is. You yeah. know, it's not, uh, it's not paranormal. It's, you know, something, it, most, about 99% of the stuff can be explained. You know, like it's we, that 1% that, I, that I'm chasing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's that little bit of our lizard brain, we're in the dark, we just start making stuff up to scare ourselves out of it. <laughs> well, we, we that, that's called um 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 uh, insanity <laughs> <laughs> we did the Psychosis. investigation at uh, one of the state penitentiaries What's right west west virginia oh yeah that was right? that place was cool and everyone talks about this knocking and things banging on yes. metal and everything like that and one of the things we noticed about it is it's during the day it has a metal roof the roof gets hot at night the roof cools oh yeah it yeah. begins contracting. Yes. And if you stood in the right, if you're out away from this area, right, it's going to sound like pop. It's going to sound like banging and of metal clanking. But when you're in the, in the correct area, if you follow the sound, you begin to realize that it's the metal roof contracting as yeah. it cools. Each individual plate like hits that flexing point when it yeah. gets to the right temperature. Yeah. That's right. That's very interesting. Right. There was uh, we did an investigation at. Um, What's that place in New York? Uh, Mid-County. Mid uh, Mid-Orange Correctional. Yeah, Mid-Orange yeah. Correctional. Um, neat place. Um, it's now a soccer camp kind of place, uh, something. But the buildings are still there, and they still hold paranormal investigations out there. Um, our first time there, we went into one of the buildings, and we kept hearing noises, kept hearing noises, and turns out it was pigeons. And we could actually, later on, in, in our EVPs from the same building, we could hear the pigeons, you know, cooing and all that stuff. And I remember on one of the, the paranormal TV shows, they were like, I'm hearing a lady scream on EVP. And I'm like, it's the pigeons, I promise you, because we heard the same thing. It's the pigeons. <laughs> we're like, so take I a deep breath and listen for pigeons. Jared's yeah. convinced pigeons aren't real. He would immediately definitely think it was ghosts. <laughs> yep, pigeons are real. I knew, I knew well, foxes. Well, no, that's the government. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Spy birds. I knew foxes could sound like women screaming. I, I was unaware of the pigeons. Foxes, uh, peacocks actually can as yes. well. Oh, yes. really? We got a lot of that at Waverly Hills too. Was there a um, lot of peacocks walking around? People were, were hearing uh, women screaming from the the tree, or something screaming from outside. It was definitely animals. <laughs> I would always, animals. I would immediately assume skinwalkers. <laughs> no, well, I jumped to okay, that a lot. Skinwalkers, who knows? But. <laughs> Oh. I would love to encounter one or just see one. You know? <laughs> like I, I think it would be completely worth the risk of what happens to just see one for real. Oh, yeah. <laughs> a, a lot of the cryptids we end up talking about, a lot of the stories will be like, and then it stood at the edge of the forest and looked at me. So we have a we have an in-house theory that a lot of these cryptids are just voyeurs. They're like, I need you to look at me. <laughs> So we got to get them binoculars. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Just leave like, those at the edges of the woods. Like a goat man peeping Tom, you know? <laughs> that and then everything's a skinwalker. Well, the further we get into it, we're like, this is either not real at all, 
or it's just a skinwalker because it's described the same way at some point. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. So <laughs> so many like monsters are like, did you just give me the same description as fourteen other monsters? <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> I don't know the skinwalkers. I don't know if I hundred percent believe in those. I mean that that's a whole Native American thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, that, that that you know. I don't dabble into all that stuff because I, I I've known a lot of Native Americans and you, you just don't dabble into stuff you don't understand with them you yeah. know you know yeah. without them knowing or you know being present or you know to steer you in the right direction. And also to a lot of these things, right? A lot of the stories, when you look at the history of them, their origins were to teach lessons. Yeah, yes. very true. And just warnings. And to keep people from doing stupid things mm-hmm. like going near so, water. <laughs> well, it's kind of like your parents telling you, don't, you can't swim 30 minutes after you eat, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't do that. You'll go blind. Or yeah. you'll catch an ammonia if you go outside with a wet head, which is not. I not heard true at that all. <laughs> so much as a kid. <laughs> and it's not true. Pneumonia you get from bacterial or viral. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, like a lot of the sea monsters that we've talked about, it's always like, I'm pretty sure this was because they didn't want kids to go to the river. Yes. And but also, also, we think seals get into a lot of places they're not supposed to be for some reason. I'm sure they do. Because <laughs> they, they're they just as curious as we are. Yeah. And they're going to do things, right? You know, how many of our sea monsters are really, you know, just marine wildlife that you just don't see normally? Well, I, I always tell them the, the the ocean's the scariest place in the world because there's yeah. monsters out there that we've never seen. So I 100% believe in <laughs> sea monsters. I'm just like, it's definitely there. We just haven't seen that one yet. And plus, look at sharks. That's a sea monster. Sharks. Well, yeah. Actually, even scarier are going to be the swamps of Florida and, and Louisiana because of the freaking gators. Oh, True. yeah. I, you know, I just learned this is in, we're a little, definitely off track here. Uh, I Tangents just are part of the game. There's there's feral chimpanzees in the Florida forest. They got yes, they got yes. out from. So I just learned that like a week ago. What? I'm they, glad. Well, that's how, that's how the, that's glad how the, I didn't um, know about that when I went camping there. there too. Yeah, and, and capybaras too. Those got out during a storm. Jeez. Yeah, and the pythons ended up there because somebody released a pet, and now, now they've taken over the Amazon. <laughs> You know, or whatever down the there. Everglades. Oh, the Everglades. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I didn't know there was chimps running around, though. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. not a huge population, but I've gone well, camping yeah. out there. Why would you tell me this? <laughs> Jared, and I, Jared and I did discover on our other podcast, though, that apparently Pablo Escobar in Colombia had hippos, and the government just let them go. So they have just wild, yeah. what Jared calls hippos. cocaine hippos cocaine running around. hippos running around oh. in, in Colombia. <laughs> there's, there's nothing good that can come from that. Yeah, no, not at all. Yeah. Except, <laughs> except a bad movie. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's Although the sequel we all need. Watch it. Yeah. <laughs> so I think oh, I really. No, no, I would definitely go watch Cocaine Hippos. <laughs> I would. Just a bunch yeah, of yeah. Hippos, hippos can, they bite your head off, man. They're not exactly friendly. Oh yeah, <laughs> they're, they're terrifying. terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> What bears are? <laughs> they're real friendly. I will say, yeah, they can ride bicycles. Up in New Jersey, I have a weird thing with bears. I was going to say, at least way too close. At least a bear could wave hello to you. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. He's going to eat you afterwards, but you know, he'll wave hello. <laughs> so I think I only really have one more question, and it's just, what are your opinions on Ouija boards? Because I get so a wide variety, okay. but most people say no. Um, I, I do have a uh, story about a Ouija board. I, I don't dabble in them. Okay. I really don't dabble into 
the Ouija board itself as much as a lot of other investigators do. Now, but if you look at spirit boxes, they're basically just a talking Ouija board. Yeah. Um, there's, there's, yeah, but you know, I do. I will say I feel a little differences. You you, you don't yes, have to worry that your friend's hand is moving. <laughs> right. Well, here, here here's a story. The physical contact piece is different. Here's a story for you. It has a very sad ending, um, but it, this is why I don't mess with them without... Um, Certain people. certain people around sure. or certain thing, you know, certain certain environments around. Uh, we were 13, 14 years old. It was a group of girls stupidly messing with the Ouija board. We knew nothing about it. God, I think it was one of them stupid Parker Brother ones or whatever the other the game. Yeah. Um, and we're all using it, and we all thought each other were manipulating the the planchet. And um, I remember we were asking questions, and we never properly opened the board. We never properly closed the board. Um, now I know better, but. My friend, you know, you, there's there's one thing you don't ask a Ouija board or certain things you don't ask because you, you really shouldn't want to know the answers to this. But my stupid friend asked when she was going to die. Um, and this thing <clears throat> came up. Uh, the numbers one and eight came up. Um, we years went past. You know, like I said, we never closed the board. We never talked about the session. We never did it because we all thought we were messing with with the yeah, everybody thought each other was messing with. Yeah. The and um well, I got a phone call on my friend's birthday. Her It was midnight. Her and my other friend, who wasn't there that night, um, were, were driving. And st- I, they were driving. They stopped at a red light. A drunk driver came and smashed the car, oh. killed my friend, who actually asked the question, when will I die? And it was her 18th birthday, right on the nose. Oh, no. Jeez. I don't mess with those boards. <laughs> I can say I have a sort of similar story, and I also don't mess with them anymore where i was probably 13 and it was i was in a group of people and my one cousin who was a year younger than me for whatever reason if it wasn't one of us messing with it it was targeting her saying stuff like like aggressive towards her and she did die fairly young also but like not very close to the time we didn't ask like an age but it it was a shock when she this one specifically asked her age and um and i remember i i think i even said well don't ask questions like that or something you know yeah, but yeah you know, spirits they tend to um latch on to girls that first start puberty um you know so when they start getting their 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 monthly friends and you know that kind of stuff they they they, they tend to pick on girls that you know it, for some reason they're more susceptible to the spirit world, you know, girls are more susceptible to the spirit world around that age. Um, so we don't know. I don't know if that that factored into everything, um, but I, I do know whatever happened, came through that board was absolutely real. Yeah, uh, I always heard that real. about about like puberty being a time that will spike yes. in paranormal activity. I mean, that's yes. when all of mine was. That's that all right. all of all of my paranormal activity was around that. I just ignored it until uh, people keep telling me that I I accepted bad things. So you know it's it is what it is. I and I think I think what the spirit. I think bad entities tend to attach themselves a lot easier to girls around that age or you know young young adults around that age, and they stay with them. They don't uh, necessarily leave. Um. That, that's my feeling on it, though. I yeah. say, you know, with Ouija boards, though, it, they're another tool. And it what really kind of differentiates it is the physical contact with the board itself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, properly used, they're 
I, I really don't see anything wrong with them. It, it's been hyped up by Hollywood. It's been hyped up by books. It's been hyped up by stories. And usually most people's first experience with Ouija boards is when they're 11 to 15 years old. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they're, and it's, hey, it's the Parker's Brothers kind of fun. And so, <laughs> so, you know, the first exposure to them is often a negative experience uh, because something happens and we automatically associate it with the, with, uh, the use of the Ouija board. Really, though, we know plenty of people that use them on a regular basis, and really nothing bad ever really happens because they've learned how to use them properly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. And that's really the key is being proper with what you're doing, you know, respecting what it is that you're doing, whether you believe it or not. Uh, because really, it's when you don't respect something that's yes. when you get into trouble. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. It's like dealing with a wild animal. It's like yeah. even, even if you don't think it's going to hurt you, you should probably respect it anyway because. It probably can. Yes. <laughs> like, I wouldn't walk up to an alligator and try to pet it. <laughs> <laughs> That's because you respect I it. I might. <laughs> oh. yeah, I'm definitely going to, if we were the farm, I'm definitely going to die from trying to pet an alligator. <laughs> yeah. uh, I was just down there this summer and I kept saying, all I kept saying to my friends is like, all right, well, where do I see an alligator? Like, I'm <laughs> We've been there a hundred times and we've never seen an alligator in Florida. Now I lived in Texas most of my life and I would see them all the time. Oh really? Yeah. But they never, they never, yeah, we, we got hurricanes down there and they would always um, come inland or they would be picked up by the water and, and drove inland. Body surfing alligators. Um, Raining alligators. Not fun. (laughs) No, it's not fun. Not fun. Um, It could be the next Sharknado movie. We actually had a a gator that was living in the canal behind my house. You know, we respected it. It, We, a lot of the, the, the cats and dogs went missing. Oh no. Yep. (laughs) Everyone's like, where'd my dog go? Be like, we all know where your dog went. We all know where your dog went. We all know where Fifi went. (laughs) That's so funny. We, my family had a dog named Fifi too. Matt's favorite like story to follow recently was like an alligator that was lost in New Jersey. Oh yeah. uh, For two weeks. For two weeks in New Jersey. It was, was who knows? Yeah. It was in Middlesex. It's actually Um, really close to the building. Uh, my job's at. Yeah, and the sad thing was, is a, is a, a police officer tried to shoot it. Don't two times, it. two different Don't cops tried to it. shoot it. Well, why are you trying to shoot it? It's three foot <sighs> long. You, you yeah. just catch it. I, I had the same reaction when I found that out. They did eventually take it to the, I want to say the Cape May, Cape Cod Zoo. What, Cape yeah, May? Cape May Zoo. Cape May, yeah. Well, the funny thing is, is, you know, they, they cleared the, the water. They wouldn't let anybody go swimming in there. And I'm thinking, we used to swim all the time with gators you know? <laughs> <laughs> in Texas. And I'm like, what a bunch of whims. It, it was a different time. <laughs> That's I think so I think funny. it's the lack of well, knowledge of how to handle it. <laughs> well, remember we're at the age we didn't have all the warning labels either. <laughs> it's true. true. <laughs> so yeah, I, I think we were like the first round, right? The Mister Yuck stickers. Yeah, yeah, when they were testing it out, they were just like yeah. bad. All this stuff is bad, well, and we're like, how is it really bad? Don't. We want to try it out now. Yeah, those <laughs> drew me in. We're the reason warning labels exist anyway. Yeah, right. Yeah. I'm personally responsible for at least five. <laughs> <laughs> we we salute your your service. Um, okay, I do have a, a more a lighter question to end on. Then, can you two just tell us your favorite um, like investigation or like your favorite, even if it's just like a, a one thing from an investigation personally. Um, I, I like anything. Crescent Sanitarium was my absolute favorite. Um, we were. Me and 
my new investigators were um, sitting in um, one of the buildings. It was actually the the hospice building there, and um, we. I don't use a lot of um, uh, dousing rods. Dousing rods a lot myself because I don't. I I, I don't feel I'm steady enough to use them. But mm -hmm. I was having my new girl um, Amanda try it. And um, she she was really good with it, but we were getting such amazing results with that. I mean, that we we got the spirit's name. The name was uh, I think it was Dave or David or something. Um, it had passed on. Um, we, it was answering questions because supposedly there's a mimic there um, where you hear someone on an EVP or something that sounds just like you. Um, oh. There's, there's a, a spirit that's mimicking people there, and and, and I asked it specifically, you know. You know, you with the dousing rods, you ask it to cross if the answer is yes, or you, um, yeah, you know, not move it. Or and the one thing that dousing rods don't do is move side to side like a windshield wiper. Okay, and this ours were going side to side like a windshield wiper, and um, so <laughs> then I would ask, you know, um, what the mimic, you know, it, it, is this mimic harmful? And it would cross or say, you know, whatever, or it would move away from each other if it was no. Um, but I, I asked specifically. I said, "Is this mimic a, a resident? Was this, you know, was was it a resident of um, of Crescent? You know, did it, did it die here or whatever?" And, and, it, and it crossed. Yes. Is this mimic a child? And it crossed. Yes again. Um, this, this, so this mimic is not a demon like people portray, and it it just shot straight away from each other immediately. <laughs> you know, so this infamous mimic that's there, um, it's not harmful. You know, because people were afraid that that it was going to, you know, harm people, and, and a lot of people kept hearing, hearing their names or hearing hearing their own voices or you know stuff like that on on recorders. And um, I just want to say, with that, you know, we did get direct answers to that. Uh, if anybody else is listening out there that has been depressed and knows, you know, knows this story, it's not harmful. It's not out to hurt anybody. It, it's a child that, yeah. that's learned how to mimic people. Think of a um, a mimicking bird, a parrot, you know, something like that. <clears throat> or just uh, if we'll you hear we'll someone speaking with an Australian accent and you just kind of find yourself doing it after a while. Yeah. Well, I will say also, right, for, for Crescent, and, and this is one that still has me scratching my head and why I would love to get back there. I build, if you've seen, right, I build music boxes, right? And oh, there's only cool. four Again, the of mimic. Them, the mimic. Right, there's only four of them in existence. Each music box has a different music, has a different song in it. I brought one that we have. I gave one to our other team, to our sister team. Now, I brought ours. They didn't bring theirs. I turned on my music box. I let it play for about 10, 15 minutes. I turned it off. I boxed it up. I put it away. Walking between the two buildings, uh, building one and, build, and, the, uh, and the life building, I hear... My music, where you heard my music. Box. Yes, I heard your music box go off. But what was even stranger is I heard our other team's music box, and it wasn't even there. Oh wow, that's pretty <laughs> wild. <laughs> my music, our music box plays memories. Their music box plays Spirited Away. So these are two extremely different tunes yeah. that you can distinctly tell. There's two very different tunes going. And I heard theirs, and I can identify. The reason why there's only four is I only had four different music decks. Okay. <laughs> so I know exactly which box is going off by what tune is playing. Yeah. And their music box tune was playing, and it wasn't even on premise. 
it's never been there. Oh, wow. So it was like, it was picking it up off your memories or something, playing it back to you. Yes, something. So that, that's what, that's what made that whole mimic thing interesting, you know, but it, it's a child. It's not anything harmful at all. I, I will say, I, ne I never knew about a mimic before right this second. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, that's good to know. Actually, I've, there are a lot of the legends that involve something like calling out to you in your voice or someone else's yes. voice is always yes. bad. Now, if you see your own doppelganger run. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's apocalyptic right there. <laughs> That's so funny. Say the best one would be the one we would both would want um, to get back to, um, <laughs> open to doing it at any time. Yeah, Conjuring House is always going to be one of my favorites. Um, oh, that was the, 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 the I think we, we set up our cameras, our video cameras, because there was a door that was opening and closing by itself there. Um, we set it up on each side of the Jack and Jill closet that they had in each, each, be each bedroom. And the lights were turning on and off by themselves in there. That was really cool. Oh, wow. um, no rhyme or reason whatsoever. Um, what else? In was St. There? Albans, the thing turning in my hand. The what? The camera turning in my hand. Oh yeah, that was weird. I, I use point and tilt, point tilt, and zoom formers. Yeah. Um, for my security cameras, and I'm at the. I set it up. And I was going to position it. Now, when you plug in a, a PTZ camera, it will home itself, right? And then once it's home, it's, it's done. So I'm holding it in my hand. It homed itself. And I'm going to – I put it down. I'm like, I don't like this particular angle. So I go to move it. And while – as soon as I picked it up, it began to turn and oh, move wow. in my hand. Now, I have no head on it, right? There's, there's no laptop going. There's no software running. This is just a camera and a battery pack to power it. And for some reason, it just turned in my hand. And then we had the other thing with Whitehill. Yeah. Which is... Something moved the camera. Something completely moved it. In... Turned it. Turned it. Well, one of the TV shows, um, they were up in the attic. And we didn't even know about this at the time because the show had We showed up. Yeah, well, we, we were there we the went, week after them. Yeah, we were the week after them. And their episode hadn't even come out. It wasn't even like... They didn't even start editing it yet. <laughs> <laughs> Their camera got turned off. Their camera that they were using to record with got turned off in the attic. I put a camera up there. And now, again, I'm using a security camera. There's no on or off switch. Yeah. Yeah. yeah if there's power, it's on. Exactly. So the camera's sitting there. And all of a sudden, the camera starts panning up, down, left, right. Like something was controlling it. Like something was trying to look at it and see what was going on. Yeah. Trying to find now, the power button. <laughs> <laughs> the lock, my logs on the camera, because again, it's a security camera. The logs on the camera show nothing happening. No commands being sent to it. Oh, that, that's cool. So it was almost like it was physically being moved. Yeah. Because yes. that's the only way that can happen. It triggered the recording, so a new motion was occurring. Because it recorded, it's moving up, down, left, and right. But there was nothing in the logs saying any kind of commands were sent to it. Which... A security camera, it logs all that. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, even if you had like a, some kind of rogue like input to the sensor, it would say it was moving up. Yeah. Right. So, and that's why I'll use security cameras. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, there's a lot of places that I really like. Um, but yeah, if you guys are ever interested in, in like White Hill is right in New Jersey. It's right down in Bordentown. Um, and it's a great place to investigate. Yeah, they're, they're doing a lot to that place. It's 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 fantastic. The people that run it are fantastic. Um, 
Nick, we'll go with you. Yeah, we'll go with you. <laughs> oh, we'll definitely be down for that. <laughs> we, if someone we can totally show us the ropes so that we're not just out bumbling around, we'd love that. <laughs> yeah, not just being not just being three jerks somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> we we have tons we have tons of spunk, but not a lot of direction. Next year, we'll we'll definitely be planning a trip to uh to Whitehall. We'll oh, keep definitely. you we'll yeah. keep you in mind. Cool, thank you. Awesome, yeah, definitely. Let us know. Shoot us an email. We'll, our, we're down. Our sister team runs uh, uh every other uh, biweekly investigations at Booby's Brewery in Mount Joy, PA. Um, they do it, I think, from nine thirty to one thirty or something like that in the morning. Um, that's a great place to investigate. The bar is beautiful. The the hotel is beautiful there. The catacombs, the catacombs are beautiful. Yeah, it's the, also a restaurant. The front um, of the building is so nice too. Yes. I mean, they, they do that every other week. We're, we're there some of the times as well. Um, we like to go there to break in new investigators and, and stuff like that. So um, That's one of our places that we know we have expected things yes. to occur. We, we know what occurs and we know what's there. Yeah. You can always tell someone is right. BSing or not. Right. Yeah. yeah. If it, you can know if someone's juicing the books. So is that something right. that you guys like have, like like people can come and join and be a part of, or is that like something you guys just do privately? No, that that's a public investigation. Yes, the ones at Boobies, yeah. okay. Um, Boobies Brewery, Mount Joy. That's a public investigation. Uh, you book it through. Uh, Boobies usually posts it on their Facebook page. Oh, uh, John John Nick's paranormal in uh, PA. They they posted to theirs. I I actually cross posted onto our site as well, um, or our Facebook page. Um, <clears throat> and uh, anyone can go. I think. I yeah. forget what the price is for a ticket. I think but it's forty dollars. Really cheap. Yeah. yeah, that's not bad oh, at all. Awesome. Yeah. yeah, it's not bad. Well, and then you guys said that you, you guys said that you host private uh, private investigations. Also, is there any way that that, that is, is it just your team, or is there any way that people can uh, like other nope. other teams can tag along with you and do things like that? It depends on the place. Like yeah. for instance, Crescent will have everybody tag along because that's right. that's such a huge place. <laughs> but like with White Hill, um, or even uh, Fort Mifflin yes. or Red Mill, uh, when we're doing a private investigation, it's by invite. Right. Okay. Right. right. And the reason why we do that is because, again, we need to control the atmosphere. Control <laughs> what's going on. Yeah. No, that, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah. And then we have the public investigations, which anyone who wants to purchase a ticket um, is more than welcome to come to. Yeah. So we're, we're hoping we're, we're trying to get something lined up for uh, starting next year um, with a, a local area. Um, hopefully we can find out more about that here pretty soon. Um we got a lot of plans coming up for next year, so we're we're, we're just kind of slowly working on them now. But we're trying to recoup from this year's stuff. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, and yeah. A lot of stuff this year. And um, what's the best place that they can follow what you guys do? What what you guys are announcing? Uh, Jotnik's Paranormal New Jersey on Facebook. I think we also have a uh, Instagram or, and a uh, yeah, an Instagram. We have an Instagram and a TikTok, which quite honestly, they're handled by our other investigators. Other, yeah, because I'm um, terrible with social media. <laughs> I, we're bad. Too. We feel you. Yeah, I feel you. <laughs> yeah, Nick's Paranormal New Jersey uh, on Facebook is probably the the most up to date. That's the one where myself, Erica, Kelly, and Amanda all post too regularly. Uh, our TikTok and our our Instagram accounts those are updated a little less frequently. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also to our website, we're, when we start holding more public events, uh, we're going to have an events page up on our website, which is jotnixnj.com with J-O-T-T-N-Y-X-N-J.com. And uh, we'll be posting the calendar of events up there uh, for all the things that we have open to the public. 
And, uh, you know, again, like I said, what we'll do is uh, when we next time we book a place like uh, a White Hill, um, we'll definitely be in contact and have you along with us. Yeah, we'll, we'll that definitely accept amazing, an invite. Yeah. That sounds awesome. But we'll keep an eye out, too, because we'll probably sign up for a few things. It's definitely something we've always wanted to try, um, even though Jared's never been into the spookier side of the stuff we do. Uh, I've roped him into a few things, but me and him have talked about going on investigations before we even made this podcast when we were just doing funny news stuff. Yeah. Well, we have experiments that we would love him to try. Sounds good. Sounds good. Sounds great. <laughs> I'm apparently like uh, I, uh, a lot of weird stuff has happened to me in my life. So apparently things like to to hang around me. So we, <laughs> hopefully that helps. <laughs> Good to know, because you're bait. <laughs> we, we did the same thing to him. We were like, here, now you hold this. He's like, I'm just supposed to be the camera guy. Like, <laughs> like, now become the most interactive like member. Well, but a lot of times the camera guy is the bait. <laughs> True. Yeah. Yeah. I'm holding the camera. <laughs> He's like a little lightning rod, though, for it, so it's fun. Well, that would be fun. <laughs> Here, hold the hold, hold these couple of wires here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we're just gonna run a charge through you real quick. Honestly, I'm fine. I've 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 had everything attack my body that can possibly attack it, so I'm fine. Yeah. I've survived everything so far. So, so far, far, yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah, so far hey, you're so immortal. <laughs> exactly. So far, I'm immortal. A lot of things have tested it. I don't know if I want to keep testing, but we'll see. And he does blame that all back to a paranormal encounter he had as a kid. Yeah, I, remember, I, I have yet to see a ghost kill anybody. That's what I say that all the time. Someone will be like, aren't you afraid? I'm like, no, what's the most it's going to do? Scare me? Yeah, I, mean, <laughs> I have yet to see a ghost kill anybody. I have yet to see it. And yeah. if I'm the first one, then I'll be famous. Exactly. That's, that's <laughs> historical. Now, that, notice I only said ghost. Yes. 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 That's true. I didn't, say, I didn't say cryptid. I didn't say <laughs> Alligator, bear, or hippo. Yeah. Especially yeah. the ones on cocaine. I didn't say parents <laughs> horses. I said ghost. Yes. <laughs> ghost are just energy. <laughs> All right. Well, I think uh, that's probably a, be- a good place for us to wrap it up. Uh, honestly, guys, it was amazing having you on the yes, show. It was great was talking to you. These were some of the most fun stories that I've heard about an investigation. Just period. Like I've I've seen the things on on TV, and these were way more fun. Yeah. So I I really appreciate you sharing that with us. I think that just makes us want to tag along sometime. <laughs> oh, it did. It really incentivized us being like, yeah, let's do this next. Yeah. <laughs> like let's really do this. Yeah, no, we'll definitely be in touch. Be in touch, uh, and we'll definitely get you along with us on one of the investigations. Yep. So awesome. you, you hear that, everybody? Keep keep an eye out. We're going to be doing some fun stuff coming up in the future. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you can follow the show, of course. Uh, you or you can listen to the show anywhere that you listen to your podcast. But the best place to do that's going to be on our website. What is it, guys? Rumrunnerspodcastnetwork.com. There it is. And if you have a show and you want to be on our network, you can fill out the form at the bottom of the homepage right there. Also at the website. What is it, guys? One more time. Rumrunnerspodcastnetwork.com. There you go. And you can also follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Dark Rum Podcast. And if you have any ghost stories, don't feel like you have to compete with Tim and Erica. But if you <laughs> guys have any any stories about any ghosts any cryptids any spooky stuff any bigfoot fan fiction we would love to have it we we had us we had a subscriber we had a listener send something in and we read it so we would love to get more of it send that to uh dark stories at gmail.com and of course 
Guys, make sure to follow our upcoming sci-fi horror TTRPG, Void Madness, voidmadness.com. Uh, we are in the early playtests of that, and we would love to have you guys try out the game. And if you're still listening at this point, we are still looking for submissions for our Halloween special. So if you want to send in a recording of your own paranormal story, just send it to rummers at gmail.com. It's probably better for that one. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll put it all together. We're going to big a big, big collaboration episode for Halloween. All right. So until the next time, everybody, stay spooky. Goodbye. Thank you. Thank you.